Well, I want to welcome you to the Hills Church at home and encourage you to go to our website, hillschurcharcadia.org. Download today's message notes. You can also download the kids' activity sheet, plus download our kids' school confession. On the confession, it'll explain everything about the prayer that my wife started um, 20-some years ago for our kids on their way to school confessing God's word. Well, I want to talk today. The title of my message today is How Much More. Again, we've been this summer um, through our services. If you've been watching primarily online, um, we've been rebroadcasting our Revelations series. In our services on Sundays in Arcadia, we've been doing the Sermon on the Mount. So today's message, uh, how much more are we going to pull out of the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew chapter 7. In fact, I was thinking about this the other day, kind of been going back and forth, been in Matthew 5, then I'll jump to 6, then I'll 7, back to 6, back to 5. Actually, today, one of the ones that uh, we're going to look at these couple verses, really, you need to filter back through some of Jesus's teaching when you are asking God. Well, let's jump into this, Matthew chapter 7, and I want to look at just verses 7 through 12. Now, again, Matthew uh, 7 is going to be the conclusion almost of Jesus's Sermon on the Mount. But again, he'll reintroduce to us so that we remember that his father, God, is our father. And he's going to teach us how to pray. And he's going to teach us this and follow along as I read these words. Matthew chapter 7, verse 7 through 12. I'm reading out of the New King James Version. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. And he who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. Or what man is there among you? If the son asks for bread, Will you give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give you a serpent? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father, who is in heaven, give good gifts to those that ask him? Think about that. If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, How much more will your Father, who is in heaven, give good things to those who ask? Let's remember one of the things that Jesus is going to talk about. He talked about it in chapter 6. He's always bringing up this invitation for us to pray to our Father. In fact, so uh, allow this today to be an invitation to pray, or allow this today to be a prayer life tune-up charge for you. In fact, it's interesting uh, in the life and ministry of Jesus that he could go days without food and water. We get that example in the wilderness, 40 days and 40 nights. We get that example of ministering to the woman at the well when uh, disciples went out to get food and he talked about, you know, they, rabbi, teacher, eat. He says, my food is to do the work of him who sent me. 
He could go days without resting. He could go long, long hours ministering to the needs of the people. The disciples wanted to shoo everybody away to get food. Jesus knew that they were tired and he wanted to feed them. But he could not go a single day without prayer. The Gospels capture many early uh, mornings where Jesus had went away to pray. The Gospels will capture that he sends the disciples across the lake, but he's going up on a mountain to pray. So, you know, it's important for us to remember back. In fact, depending on how, how old you are, we're, we're by nature communicators. In fact, I can still remember back where the only phones to communicate were either um, tied in my house or a work phone that I had. I didn't have a cell phone. I didn't have a, um, a pager then, or I didn't I didn't have an email. I didn't have ways to message people. I only had snail mail, home phone, work phone, snail mail, and then eventually a pager. Now we're all blessed. We're all connected. Phones. In fact, I, I looked this up the other day. Every day, the average is there are six billion text messages sent around the world. Six billion. On a, an average day, Facebook records 100 billion Facebook messenger messages each day. We're by nature's communicators. Yet allow this message to be a spiritual prayer tune up to you because we are not communicating with our Father enough. In fact, what's important that Jesus now speaks about his father. He talks about this in the Sermon on the Mount. He's going to say this over and over again, and we've got to get a hold of this, that God is our father. God is our father. In fact, we know this in Proverbs chapter 15, verse 29. The Lord is, the Lord is far from the wicked, but he hears the prayers of the righteous. He hears the prayers of the righteous. You know, our Heavenly Father wants us to live this life dependent on Him. Well, let me give you a couple definitions and then we'll move forward. Um, now, Jesus is inviting you to pray, or could we say that He's really commanding us to pray? He's giving us that insight of how to pray. So we're to ask our Father, for what we need. In fact, the Greek word, the original translation in the Greek word is to ask, beg, to call for, or to require. To ask, beg, call for, or require. Ask, seek. Seek, seek your Father for the help that you need. That Greek word again, to see in order to find out by thinking, meditating, and reasoning. To seek in order to find out by thinking, meditating, and reasoning. Knock, which we all know. Knock on the door of your father's house. He'll open the door, right? Well, actually, that word is to knock on the door. Knock on the door. So about a month ago, I was on a very important, um, actually, it was a Zoom call with uh, a pastor that has just come out of the country. Our church has sponsored his paperwork. 
We were doing also a call uh, with somebody else. And uh, in the middle of this call, probably uh, 5.45 in the evening, I was actually at home and there was a very loud knock on our door. And it just kept going. Now we have a doorbell camera. They didn't press the door. Now I have, I have two dogs and I also have currently have my daughter's dog and all three of them are barking crazy. Well, I'm in the middle of this call, you know, just trying to communicate, um, explain things correctly. And the dogs are going crazy, right? Loud knock. Now, typically what happens is, you know, that maybe a package got dropped off. Maybe uh, it was a flyer from, we get a lot of gardener ones drop in. I know you always take a hint, right? When a gardener drops off a card, it always kind of makes you wonder, you know, did what, did I not cut the grass short enough? Well, um, as the dogs settle down um, and we're back in the call, here it goes again. Even louder, right? Knocking again. So in the middle of the call, I reach, I reach over and I look on my camera and I can see that a guy's backed up a little bit away from the door, has a hat on. I can't tell who it is. Doesn't look like a neighbor. Uh, or anything. Of course, the dogs are going crazy again, you know, going just nuts and they just won't stop. And, and finally back in this conversation, you know, I, it, it's a little embarrassing to have all this, you know, dogs barking. And then again, a third time, knock, 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 knock. I was, I was done. I asked everybody to hold on. I went down, I went out the front door and I went, this guy's got a smile on his face. He's wearing a hat. It's a solar company. And so he says, hi, my name is so-and-so. And I, and I said, would you get off my property? I, I'm actually in the middle of something very important for somebody. And you know what? You need to make an appointment. Oh, I'll come back. I said, no, 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 don't come back. I thought if he comes back, I'm going to send the little five pound dog out, right? The one that'll bark. So actually it was a couple of weeks later. I remember I was coming home and he's on an opposite street and he's getting out of the car going a different, and he waved to me. I thought, I wonder if he recognized me in there. I do have to say this. He was persistent, right? Uh, he heard the dogs and figured somebody was home and he kept knocking. Now, as annoyed as I was, our father's not annoyed when we keep asking. In fact, our father wants us to be dependent on him. So let me ask you, are you dependent on your heavenly father? Or are you dependent on yourself? Are you dependent completely on your, your work, your employment, your career? Are you dependent knowing that somewhere hidden you've put away a credit card that you're dependent on. If you get in a jam, are you dependent on your father? So when we start talking about asking, seeking, and knocking. There's a couple verses, as I told you, we're kind of going back and forth, back and forth, because we've got to remember what Jesus taught them. And we need to hear this verse out of Matthew 6, 33, but seek first, first, the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. What is first? God says his kingdom is first. When you're asking, do you have the correct alignment in your life? 
Have you sought the kingdom of God? Have you prayed in alignment to his kingdom? Or are your prayers all about you? Have you asked the Lord about his kingdom? What you can participate in? You know, J James is very bold and very direct when he says these things. couple of verses. If any of you lack wisdom, ask, right? There we go. Ask God who gives it to all liberally and without reproach, it will be given to him. But then he goes on and he says this, but you ask and you don't receive because you ask amiss that you may spend it on your pleasures. Well, let's go through the list. God knows that you need money to live. Back, we know that back in Bible times. Jesus provided um, a miracle of a gold coin in a fish's mouth for the taxes for him and Peter. God knows that you need money. God knows that we're not riding around today on donkeys and in carts or walking. Uh, well, some people walk. Um, he knows that you need a vehicle. He knows you need transportation. He knows that you need to live in a house. He know, you know, He knows all the things of our day. He knows everything. But it's interesting when we read that verse is he says that you may spend it on your pleasures, that though we may ask God and though God does provide, have we been faithful to his kingdom? In fact, James out of the New Living, I like how it translates this. And even when you ask, you don't get it because your motives are all wrong. You only want what will give you pleasure. You want only what will give you pleasure. You know, I don't know if you ever did this yet. Uh, at Christmas time, you give the kids um, a list. Say, hey, give me your Christmas list. So we have when the kids were little, man, that Christmas list is like six pages. And it sounds something like I want a pony. Right. You know, they always start with I want a puppy. They always start with those type of things. As they get older, you know, it goes to just a few things, but it's like crazy expensive dollar, right? Computers, game stations, uh, the whole bit. It, it's funny, though, that list is they think of the things that that they want. And yet we read where one of the things that Jesus lets us know, our father knows the things that we need. In fact, we read those verses that says, um, you know, he uses that example of, or what, what man is there among you? If a son asks for bread, that'll give him a stone. Or if he asks for a fish, that'll give him a serpent. If your child asks for a fish, and again, we're talking about eating, you know, Bible days, they're not putting them in aquariums. The father's not going to switch and give them a snake. You know, when your kids ask for something, maybe your grandkids ask for something, you're going to look to get them what they asked for. So I was remembering before my, my daughter was born. Now, if you can remember back a few years, there always seemed to be the hot toy. And it would get wiped out early. It was the hot toy, and then everybody would try to sell it. In fact, this is probably a little bit before eBay completely took off. Well, there was actually uh, the hot toy of the year. It was actually in 1996, just before my daughter was born, was Tickle Me Elmo. Tickle Me Elmo. Now, you couldn't get Tickle Me Elmo. I wasn't really thinking about Tickle Me Elmo until we were um, at a swap meet. 
and came around the corner and a guy had a Tickle Me Elmo. And I remember thinking that's the hottest toy uh, this Christmas. And I looked up, he's selling it for $300. This is 1996. So again, that would be, they probably have it up for $1,000 something today. Well, nobody had it. You couldn't get it. Well, I was youth pastoring at the time and uh, our junior high leader worked at Target. And so I remember telling him, I said, hey, Jeff, you know, Madison's, I mean, we know Madison's going to be born. I think it'd be funny to get um, her a Tickle Me Elmo. If you come across one, um, are you able to hold it for me? He says, actually, if, if they even come in and I was able to do that, you'd have to be there right when the store opens. You know, and I said, when do you guys open? He said, well, like eight o'clock. Oh, that's easy, right? It's not too early. So, you know, weeks went by, I forgot about it. I get a phone call one morning at 4.15 in the morning. And I pick up the phone and it's Jeff, Walter, I've got Tickle Me Elmo. You, you need to be here before we open, but I need to let you know it's before Christmas. You probably need to be here at like 6.30. There's a long line. So I went and got there early and sure enough, I got it. It was $39.99. That was a lot of money, right? I mean, that would have been, you know, a hundred dollar. She hasn't even been born yet, but I got the Tickle Me Elmo. In fact, we still have the Tickle Me Elmo. It's probably worth uh, $3.99 today type of thing. But isn't it funny, the things that you would do as an earthly parent for your kids? When you hear about your kids' needs, you want to reach out. Jesus uses that example of how much more. Will your heavenly father give you good gifts, right? How much more? But have we filtered it back through seeking first the kingdom of God? Have we filtered it back to when God supplies, uh, we're going to be faithful to do what he says to do. In fact, we we read this very interesting verse um, in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16, that says, let us come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Come to your Father. Ask, seek, knock. Ask, seek, knock. Now, let me read you one other scripture here. And uh, I so encourage you to go back and read this because I just want to read this because I want you to see an example of one of the things that we read in the gospel, an interaction with Jesus that, again, we could read and completely bypass. But remember this in mind, ask, seek, and knock. This is Matthew 15, 21 through 28. Then Jesus went out from there and departed to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came from that region and cried out to him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely demon-possessed. But he answered her not a word. Did you hear that? He answered her not a word. And his disciples came and urged him, saying, Send her away, for she cries out after us. Disciples always get right. Send her away. But he answered and said, I was not sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And she came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, Is it not good to take the children's bread and to throw it to the little dogs? And she said, Yes, Lord, even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from the master's table. 
And Jesus answered and said to her, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be according to your desire. Let it be according to your desire. And her daughter was healed that very hour. Now, I won't take the time to unpack that scripture. I'd encourage you to go back to Matthew chapter 15, 21 to 28. She kept asking, seeking. Jesus didn't respond. That's unlike him. The disciples wanted her away. And yet one of the things that we see that he does respond, in fact, he uses that analogy that he told that he was going to the lost house of Israel. And he uses that analogy of the bread and the crumbs. But she, he understood her faith. Maybe we're just not as desperate. Maybe we're not focused as intently on him as she was. But she gives us that example. She's going to continue on and not give up. You know, that's that example that we read. If he asks, ask, seek, knock. You know, if you go back into Matthew chapter 5 and you read from the blessed on, it's a great filter to look at the things that we ask for because we immediately ask for things that are personal. Yet Jesus will mention, in fact, it's mentioned even in um, the book of Proverbs, it's mentioned about if your enemy is hungry, give him uh, something to eat. If he's thirsty, give him something to drink. For that way, you're going to heap coals of fire on his head and the Lord will reward you. It really comes back to, uh, are we being givers? Are we giving as it's given unto us? You know, let me uh, wrap up with the story. We we do a twice a month food ministry. In fact, there's a lady that we've gotten to know um, a few times that's come in. And, and um, I did not know that she had asked for prayer over a major financial uh, situation. But what I did notice was she kept asking um, how that she could give money to the food ministry as they're purchasing food. And um, I believe she's given a couple donations uh, directly to the food ministry. So she came up um, yesterday, being our, our food ministry, she came up and gave a testimony that she was in major need of a financial miracle that she has been praying about. And it equaled, you know, several, several thousands, thousands of dollars. And a brief conversation with a friend, that need was supplied. Now, there's more details. I don't want to divulge all of those. But I went back and I thought, you know, I was so glad she came and said something because it's always one of those things that's great to share of somebody that was asking, seeking, knocking, that sought God first. I don't know what the thoughts and intents of her heart does, but here's what's great. God did. God did. And he'll do the same for you. You know, we've got to filter out this flesh. The flesh thinks of itself. The flesh thinks of our motives. If I only had this, God sees the bigger picture. And so filter all things back through him. Lord, we pray today that um, this flesh we live in that is selfish, we've always got to keep it in check that our hearts would be softened, that it would be tender. 
that would be we would be seeking your kingdom first if we have a mission for your kingdom there's always that blessing for what we do and we thank you for that today and lord um if we need to confess that sin of selfishness that pride we do so today for you we get back into alignment with you the god that wants us to ask seek and knock if you've never made jesus the lord of your life today in fact i'd encourage you to pray this prayer with me it's on the screen or if you're uh listening just say this prayer romans 10 9 and 10 lets us know that if we confess with our mouth the lord jesus and we believe in our hearts that God raised him from the dead, we shall be saved. Pray this prayer with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I open the door of my heart. I say sorry for my sin, and I choose to follow you and to make you the Lord of my life. Fill me today with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. In fact, if you said that prayer today, I'd encourage you right now to tell somebody you can reach out to us either by the social media platform that you're watching or listening to, or reach out to some, there's somebody somewhere that has probably talked to you about the Lord Jesus. So important today, reach out to them. Our verse today for our tithes and offerings is a small, simple, powerful life learning verse out of second Corinthians five, seven, for we walk by faith and not by sight. Jesus walked by faith. The disciples walked by faith. We were taught to walk by faith. Yet many times we walk by sight. We go by sight first, then faith. Jesus says, walk by faith, not by sight. Pray this prayer today in our giving. As I give in today's offering, I have faith to see beyond my current circumstances and to see beyond my needs. By faith, I see God working on my behalf to open doors that have been shut. I give today with great expectation for my God to do the impossible. In Jesus' name, amen. May God do the impossible today and this week in your life. If you're giving today, you can go to our website hillschurcharcadia.org. You can give uh, online. It's safe, fast, and secure. If you prefer to give by mail, you can write to us, the Hills Church, P.O. Box 661419, Arcadia, California, 91066. And lastly, a couple things. If you need prayer, email us, prayer at hillschurcharcadia.org. Write that down. Pass that on you hear of somebody that needs prayer, email us so that we can respond and be praying for you. And then go to our website again, hillschurcharcadia.org. Um, download under the message notes, kids activity sheet area, download the kids school confession. Hey, even if you don't have little kids in school, you got a neighbor, you got nieces, nephews, you got grandkids, um, download that confession. If you're the one taking somebody to school or have, teach somebody to pray that uh, over their kids as they start school, many of them this week. And we do. We have a free food ministry twice a month. It's on the second and fourth Saturday. 
here in Arcadia. The next one is August 27th, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Again, it's free food. Well, Psalm 121, 1 and 2 says, I look up to the hills, but where does my help come from? My help, can I say it? Your help comes from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. Well, the Lord bless you. Have a great day. Ask, seek, and knock.